welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. Hello. And today we're talking about volume 7 of Asadora. I love to see it. I love to read it. This <laughs> volume cover may be one of my favorites in the series or probably actually my number one favorite volume cover art in the series so far. I love the purple and orange and I love the contents of this book as well. Absolutely lovely. Yeah, I love how stoic she looks on the cover. Uh, True. And then how you have the plane and the kaiju in the back. I mean, it's just it's just a very nice cover. And I agree with you on the colors. It's <laughs> it's very Halloweeny to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it the is the Halloween, Halloween colors. colors. <laughs> I also I also like how the the photo the like the photograph of Asa like the colors in the background of it kind of reflect the colors like the orange and 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 purple of the yeah that's fair book itself mm -hmm. as well, which is a nice touch. But anyway. Before we get into the character discussions this time, we're going to give like a very brief little summary of the what this volume was. It's something that we're probably going to keep doing for all the Yumami Manga episodes from here on out, since we, we got a comment on one of our recent free run discussions uh, requesting that. And we thought it was a really good idea, and I think James may have even had a thought like that as well before. So it was a very good, uh, I guess, thing to get us off our asses and actually, I guess, make a change. <laughs> yeah. it, it's gonna, it's, it's just going to be a small thing, though. Like We're going to keep it very briefly. Right. We realize that, obviously, those who listen to our episodes have read the volume that we discuss in each episode, so there's mm -hmm. no need for us to go in-depth. But just giving a little update on what part of the story this the volume in question covers. So, Volume 7 of Asadora, it starts with the kaiju attack where Lieutenant Kosugi was, you know, at sea and... Asa and Kasuga are making their way to the, well, to, to the plane so that they can get to the kaiju. Meanwhile, Shota is having a bad time going to the ocean, <sighs> taking the drugs, sadly, and having his whole trip. Asa and Kasuga fight the kaiju, and they crash land on the beach. After that whole thing, Asa comes back home, and she talks with Miyako who ran away from home, and her mother comes, and there's that whole scene. But that's the last chapter of this volume. Anything you want to add? Yeah, uh, just that the next day, uh, Shota meets up with Mikey right. and uh, gets more drugs to continue his delusional fight with the kaiju. At least tries to get more drugs. We'll see what... We don't actually see him getting the drugs. We'll see what happens uh, after. We'll, well, yeah, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's the very the very end of this volume, precisely. So there was that. Hopefully, you know, may, may, maybe we'll get better at doing these summaries. But I think I think <laughs> um, good to get that done, perhaps. So let's dive into the character discussions then. Without further ado, starting with Asa Asada. I think it's a little bit funny how Asa views Shota as a ray of hope, according to the little brief flashback that we saw. Uh, when really I think it's Asa who is the more apparent ray of hope on the world in general, kind of. Uh, but I think it makes sense that she would need someone to be her ray of hope as well. So yeah, it's 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 cute that she thinks of Shota that way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think we all need a little bit of a little bit of hope in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in, in some aspect. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of puts. In perspective, Shota's own uh, issues, or at least his own mindset, of Asa kind of being his pedestal. So we kind of see how 
they're both supposedly lifting each other up in a way. Uh, however, we see Asa going up and we see Shota going down. So it it's almost a, a contrast mm. in that sense. For sure, for sure. That's a good point. A sad point, but a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I... I'm glad we're getting this this uh, kind of, I guess, development of their relationship, or or at the very least how they how they view each other. Yeah. Uh, because up until this point, while we had always liked their friendship, we hadn't gotten too much until the previous volume and now this one. So it yeah, it's nice to it's nice to see that relationship develop uh, in any kind of way. For sure. Even though they didn't get to interact much in this volume, they, 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 right. we still were given these little little things. So yeah, that was very sweet. Yeah. But yeah, while Asa and Kasuga were fighting the kaiju, uh, well, I, I, I guess it was cool to actually see them fighting the kaiju together this time around, which was not the case before. Uh, so that was pretty sweet. But during their encounter, we actually, for the first time, got to see the kaiju standing up on its hind legs, mm-hmm. just like Nakaido had predicted that it could. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, the kaiju's weak spot was brought up again this volume, and like I get the back thing, like the back, like the, like its weakness is on its back, like I get that, but I still don't really understand the fastener part. Do you? I, I don't, is it wearing a girdle? Like I, I don't. <laughs> I don't under I don't know. What is this fastener thing? It to me that sounds like it sounds like whole uh, man made, you know, mm-hmm. that someone put something on it. Now maybe that's the twist. Maybe well, you know, maybe that's the twist that someone's controlling it or something like that. But uh, I don't think it can be just a completely man made robotic uh, creature. Mm. There, there's just no way. Right, and 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 that that's fair. I. I don't know, is it the spikes that somehow... Because Kasuga seemed, when he was talking about it in this volume, it it sounded like he knew what he was talking about when he mentioned the weak spot. And like, or I don't know, it seemed like, it, it sounded like that to me. Maybe he doesn't fully understand it. But but hey, they, they, they did seem to successfully attack the kaiju at least. But um, I mean, is there such a thing as like a a organic fastener on a creature's body of some kind? I was Googling this, trying to find, like, like I was Googling, like, fastener anatomy and, like, or, like, various things like that, but I, I, I wasn't able mm-hmm. to find anything like that. Nothing? No. Mm. So, uh, yeah, still at, still at a loss. <laughs> I, I'm sure Urasawa's gonna blow our minds, man, at some point. <laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, we're gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm 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 awaiting that mind blowing moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um either way, it's definitely a weakness. Like yes. that's a big reason why it ends up well, as far as we had, as far as we know, retreating back into the water for now. Uh, right, it's gotta be that, right? Because initially I was a bit confused as to why after it seemed almost like Kasuga and Asa were kind of at a disadvantage, the plane was kind of malfunctioning and they were crash landing on the beach or they mm-hmm. were like losing altitude and whatnot. And it seemed to me at, in the moment that the kaiju would just follow them to, to the coast mm. uh, and maybe even wreak more havoc on land. But luckily it didn't. It just kind of disappeared uh, when they went to, to, the, to, to land, to, to the beach. But mm-hmm. 
so yeah, I, I guess you're right. It must have probably been the the harm that they caused that made it go away. Yeah, I, I think so. Right. It must have been enough pain to give up at that point. Right. But not before, as you said, damaging Asa's plane, which mm. I never expected her plane to get nicked like that. Mm. But, uh, you know, land safely on the beach. Well, it, 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 Basically, land, land, yeah, safely, yeah, I'd say safely. But yeah, yeah, no one uh, was harmed. The plane wasn't unharmed, but <laughs> they they were okay. Yeah. Um, I wonder if maybe the maybe her plane won't be out of commission for too long, but for now, like it doesn't have its wings on it. Precisely. They transport it. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, it's gonna need some. Well, the wings reattached and some other repairs. So, uh, but I imagine yeah. like since it's, the government is funding all of that, it's probably gonna get done rather quickly. I imagine, or it could at least. Probably. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, that, that was quite exciting. Yeah. Uh, especially the, the, the crash landing, I thought, was especially exciting. It was well done. Yeah. Uh, somewhat reminiscent of her, her landing the plane back in the, in the beginning of the story in Volume 2, wasn't right. it? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, hmm. how dare... Miyako's mom accuse Asa of not loving her big family or not, you know, not having the same amount of love or whatever. Right. Like, it's okay. Mm. You got a big family. You can lose a few siblings. Yeah, or something. I, don't, that is... I don't know what she was trying to imply there. Like, obviously, she was a frustrated <sighs> mother. And I could see mm. some some person uh, saying that without thinking. Right. But just still, how how dare they? How say dare that? indeed. Yeah, no, I, I know. And, and, and I also get like, yeah, in the heat of the moment, I, I get that. Something like that, like that could come out of a person, like, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's totally wrong and, and honestly, very rude. Yeah, she's complaining to the wrong person, the wrong woman. Yes. Asa <laughs> uh, 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 loves her family dearly. <laughs> like, absolutely. She can't even stop thinking about the family or ha- has not given up faith that her family is still out there. Precisely. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not love, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That that chapter, chapter fifty one, returning from work, was definitely my favorite chapter of this volume. Yeah, uh, and and it was that whole thing that really got to me, like, like seeing how Asa explains to Miyako's mom just how every single one of her siblings is irreplaceable to her. The fact that they are many doesn't diminish their lives' value. Of course, it doesn't. Right. And and yeah, just how Asa loves each and every one of them. Uh, and on top of that, uh, Asa also defended Kinuyo by saying that she is a real mom to her. Right. And and yeah, seeing, seeing her proclaim that was also just really beautiful. Absolutely. And I think Asa's emotions in that scene are probably somewhat amplified by the fact that she had just fought a kaiju and like been in a like her, her plane was had, had crash landed just earlier mm-hmm. that same evening. So like. Yeah, there's no. It's no wonder she's vulnerable and emotional in that scene. Right. But yeah, it's amazing. I love it so much. Yeah, it almost seems like Miyako's mom's petty uh, comments are just so trivial and non. I guess. Well, they're just not important compared to her, the bigger issues that are happening in her life. Mm. Uh, I mean. That that said, like obviously she cares deeply for her family, so she's gonna take a comment like that seriously. But 
it's also like, what are you talking about? I'm doing all of this, and then you <laughs> accuse me of something so petty. Like, what? <laughs> Jeez. But, you know, yeah. obviously you can't express that without revealing some things. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. And, and while she definitely told her off, she still did it in a respectful way. Like, yeah. the way she expressed herself was still respectful and, and you know nice all things considered so th th that's another thing that i appreciated i agree hmm. i agree but anything else on asa no i'm good all right then let us move on to shota hayata our champion of justice <laughs> oh man <laughs> i'm sorry for laughing oh <laughs> uh, it is it's, it's, just... it's awful it's awful it's pathetic is what it is. I mean, I mean it, it, mm. it goes from what I say is confusion to feeling sorry for the guy. And there's just one point where Asa's flying over him while he's swinging around in, you know, in a drugged up hallucination. Mm -hmm. It's just, I just felt sorry or not just i didn't feel just sorry i i i was like cringeworthy like i was he it was pathetic you know like i yeah it, it was a very low moment that lowest moment for for him and he doesn't even realize it yet is right the, is the other crazy part for sure and i think i mean this this volume as a whole really the entirety of it for Shota is a, a, an all-time low for him because it starts off with him running away from his family for the first time, kind of. Or at least, may, okay, mm -hmm. maybe not for the first time, but running away for that, like, that, I guess that far, probably for the first time, uh, going all the way to, to the coast and everything because he just finally, the pressure got to him. Um, like, that, that low in and of itself, I think, was quite low, but then obviously, yeah, the drugs, terrible low as well. By the way, um, Shota is still convinced that it was his family that miscounted the laps. Um, and mm -hmm. to be fair, I think it makes more sense now that that might have been the case, actually, because, because of the sheer difference in speed that Shota noticed when he saw Abebe, or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. Like, he, he realized when he saw his speed that there was no way for him to actually keep up with that. Um, so I think that kind of also explains that Shota was technically behind yeah i i i truly do believe that's that's the case mm -hmm. which is what i was saying last volume but i also thought last volume uh he wouldn't take the drugs oh right that was i was i was definitely wrong about that um yeah. and sure this is this is maybe more interesting definitely definitely more drama filled oh yes um oh yes but yeah, it's very disappointing. It's almost as if all the other characters in this story, yeah, they have some sort of drama, but it works out in the end. That really hasn't happened for Shota. Nothing has worked out for him. But in the end, it will. Huh? Well, you know, I have, I have faith that it'll be a, it should be a happy ending, right? Right. 
John Lennon once said that everything is going to be okay in the end, and if it's not okay, it's not the end. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So, <laughs> words that I live uh, by. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, so you know, I, 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 I believe there are eventually good things to come for the boy, but yeah, uh, yeah. it is disappointing when, to me, you have these characters that have all these dreams. And they're fulfilling their dreams. Yeah, sure, there's some obstacles in the way, but they're still working towards them. And Shota, it feels like no matter what he does, he can't reach that, which is honestly realistic. I suppose. Because <laughs> not, not everybody can and can make the dream that they have. Mm. Uh, but it kind of sucks that to me, is like Shota's the only one that can't. <laughs> obviously, obviously, you have Asa. She's hmm. she's making her dreams of flying and you know helping people uh, come true. Uh, Yone is that her name? Yeah. Um, she's becoming the the singer that she's wanted to be. Miyako is trying to become a wrestler. Obviously, she has the obstacle with her mom, but I don't know. I I feel like that's going to be. Gonna be okay in the end. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, but it just it just seems like Shota's kind of got the short end of the stick here. <laughs> I mean, it is true that he has been facing more obstacles than the others. Probably, like all things considered, or well, it depends on how you see it. I guess. I mean, Asa lost most of her family. Um, You're right. You're right. But 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 at least yeah, he has been facing a lot of obstacles, regardless. And now, yeah, he buckled under the pressure and took those drugs at the beach, so... Exactly. I believe he took at least 15 of those pills, by the way. I, I tried to oh, count them. Oh, you counted them. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because Mickey had said that if Shota would just take a single one, he, he would probably get addicted or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, or he said, like, he would have the him or something like that. Uh, but he took about 15 at least of those. So, mm. so yeah, that's terrible. Uh, like at first, I thought he was legit gonna die from an overdose. Like, yeah. it, it, it was that bad, or it seemed that bad, and it was really bad. But, but then he just started tripping hard. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even performing enhancing drugs. No, no, apparently not. Like that was the whole point of it. Yeah, but I guess it's a good. Like, I mean, that, that's a twist. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good twist. <laughs> it's a twist. Yeah. Um, in that no no these aren't these aren't your uh, performance acting drugs these are actually drug drugs these are drugs that will you know get, put you on a trip mm -hmm. uh you know what's funny is that at the beginning of the story we were we had a case of drugs right right Where that's right smuggling mm. drugs i don't know if there's any connection between this and that mm. uh it seems like different drugs because i believe it was like probably cocaine or something back then well, by the way, the name that uh, Mickey gives it is Nantuka. Nantukarin or something like that. At least that's how. Nantukarin. Yeah. Um, Nantuka means something, something, or so and so. so. Oh, it's not an actual. It's not an actual name. Right, and I I did actually Google the name of it, and I got zero hits <laughs> on Google. Uh, so that that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. I, that that actually makes me feel like they should have translated that somehow. Then maybe if it's that specifically, if it means something like that specifically. 
Yeah, maybe. I would think, and, and usually this volume is pretty good at stuff like that. I, it, like, or, you know, having a little asterisk or a footnote saying, uh, true. Oh, he's really just saying, he's just really, he doesn't really know the name or he's just making it up or something. Right. Or maybe there's something I, that will happen in the future with that name. I don't know. But I suppose. to me, it seems like a pretty clear uh, pun. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up, though. <laughs> so when he swallowed the salt, uh, swallow, swallow. <laughs> <laughs> when he swallowed the salt water, yeah. I thought, or at least my second time, I was like, well, maybe the hallucinations were caused by the salt water. Uh, oh. But you have to be, well, salt, salt drinking salt water, well, drinking salt water mm-hmm. <laughs> can cause uh, hallucinations. You got to be drinking a, a good amount and also mm. somewhat dehydrated for it for that to have effect. Right. And I, I don't think that was the case. Maybe he was a little bit dehydrated from all the running, but I don't think that would have caused him. And he didn't drink nearly yeah. enough. Right. True. So true. Uh, that kind of theory is out the window. It's, it certainly had to be the the nantakarin that was giving him the the trip. Um. Man, it's rough. Really rough. Absolutely. And while obviously I'm glad that he survived all of that, you know, he 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 lived. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. He's still quite messed up from it, even though like he's not high anymore. He's still like he's delusional and he's possibly addicted already. So it's very bad. Yeah, it, it seems like he's. He's found a way to, you know, be a hero, to be a hope, a beacon for, well, for people. Um, obviously, he hasn't, but that's what he thinks. Mm. Um, and I, I think he's just, he's grasping onto that because he's, he's basically given up hope that he could ever, you know, be a marathon Olymp- Olympic medalist. At least that's how that's how I see it. I mean, he's not he's not in his running gear anymore. He's pretty set on getting more drugs, um, and yeah, it's it's not looking not looking good at all. Not at all, and especially or like something that really that that I kind of really disliked about this whole thing is when Shota spots Mickey at the end of the volume. You see him smiling, like that, that's his reaction to seeing. Mickey's face is Shota smiling because he knows that this is a guy, a guy that can maybe provide me with drugs. And then at the very end of the of that whole thing, when uh, Mickey says that he can he can get Shota more more drugs, that then he smiles again. And uh, those yeah, see, seeing that smile is obviously a really bad sign. Yeah. <sighs> Do you remember when we were going into the time skip, uh, like volume three or so? We hadn't seen Shota yet, and I was like saying how I was worried something bad may have happened to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he made some wrong choices. Uh, and then we come to see that he's still running and stuff like that. But now we kind of get to what I was thinking back then, is that the pressure of becoming an Olympic runner right? and you know, given to him by his family and, and put on himself... Uh, has caused him to, you know, make mistakes. Right. Uh, or at least 
this mistake so far. Um, so I, you know, I wonder if that is truly the the path that he's going to go down, and he may not have an actual uh, redemption, so Ooh. to speak, Ooh. until later. Or oh, okay, you added that. I I was thinking like until never <laughs> when when you started saying that. Yeah, but, no, uh, no, I I don't think it would be never. I don't think that's that this kind of story. I really hope not, and I I ultimately don't think so either. But but yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's it's exciting and uh, definitely definitely rooting for this boy. Uh, just a couple other things that I wanted to mention that probably added to the the stress that he's putting on himself. Uh, you know, he was thinking of Asa, and he says, "I can't make you happy," uh, uh, which is which is such a self defeating mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you care for someone as much as as much as he does, this uh, at least I feel like he does uh, for sure. Um, and you know it, it's tough because you see someone who's who's so incredible, so amazing, and then you look at yourself and you feel like a failure. It, it's hard yeah. not to compare yourself and almost feel like you're inadequate, right? Uh, but as we were saying before, Asa sees him not as a failure or as someone who's inadequate but as someone that gives her hope Mm -hmm. so sometimes you just you got to see put yourself in other people's shoes to see your own self right but yeah that that's a lesson that he may have to learn later on it's coming (laughs) uh but actually and uh related to that when he was recalling like well when he was thinking about asa he he recalled some words that she had said to him in the past uh, and some of that was mm-hmm. about them living by the sea in shibata oh which i reacted to because i to my knowledge they hadn't been in shibata they used to live in nagoya um and so i i looked up shibata in japan apparently there's two different towns slash cities in Japan that are coastal and that are, that are called Shibata. Uh, they're both quite a bit north of Tokyo. Uh, meanwhile, Nagoya is west of Tokyo, so it would have must have been mm-hmm. a different location. And so I wonder if that means that Asa and Shota lived for a while in, in, in this place called Shibata. Uh, after Nagoya was destroyed in the Izawan Typhoon, because maybe they, they didn't have a home there anymore, so maybe they lived in Shibata for some time before going down to Tokyo? Mm. Like, over the time skip, or during the time skip. But I feel like it's got to have been something like that, possibly. Unless they lived there when they were really young before moving to Nagoya, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's interesting. I feel like... Mm, I. I... I feel like they did live in Shibata. Like that's where, like Shibata is like just a, a town in Nagoya. I feel like. Okay, I guess because when I when I searched at least on Wikipedia, I f- couldn't find anything on that. But maybe that maybe it is something like that. That would definitely make it simpler. You know, maybe yeah, not not yeah. as strange. Shibata Cho. It's a it's a oh. port, part of Nagoya. Ah, oh, okay, awesome. Thank you. Cool, good. Yep. <laughs> now we know that. All right, so it wasn't anything strange then. 
It's where Legoland is, by the way. Legoland in Japan, at least. <laughs> I see. <laughs> anyway. Fun. Yeah. Well, what's more on Shota? So just one little funny thing about his uh, Kyodai design. Yeah. He, it, it, the kanji for Sho uh, is on his chest and, and I think his head as well. Oh. Uh, so it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of a funny design righteousness, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, kind of a thing. That's funny. Truth. Right, right. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's all I have. All right, then let's move on to some smaller characters of this volume. Uh, and I want to start by bringing up Mickey a bit. Okay. So we learned that he, he's working for some older fellow. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that the fake out was pretty funny with how it initially looked like that guy was getting a blowjob, but it turns out he was just getting a pedicure. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> anyway, anyway, just a small little, little funny, <laughs> funny fake out. I thought anyway. <laughs> but uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we already kind of brought up the the name of the drug. I was going to ask if you had any thoughts on that, but you already gave them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's clear that Mickey just doesn't really care to know much about the drug, like. <laughs> apparently not like he 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 just he just can't be asked kind of uh which also obviously is a bit worrying mhm uh and apparently the drugs have horrible withdrawal symptoms and yeah i guess i guess we're starting to see that a bit mm. I just it's just why mm-hmm. <laughs> why did it have to be this terrible drug Right. Yeah, why indeed. You better be going somewhere with this. <laughs> Urasawa. But... In Urasawa we trust, right? Yeah. He He's the master mangaka. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Uh, moving on then maybe to Miyako. So she ran away. And it's not, she's not just copying Yone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because her parents aren't letting her continue wrestling but Ginko Kongo did express that she thinks Miyako has ta- talent for, for this so yeah. you know hopefully her parents will that's a plus will let her continue after having heard that and not not, not just that but also after having heard Alsa and Kinuyo in that scene you know, what, what they had to say on that whole matter I think yeah I, I, I believe actually had a positive effect on Miyako's mom. Yeah, I want to believe that too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess just briefly on Ginko is that huh? I, I, she's great. Oh yes. And I hope that her and Kinio have a great friendship. You know, it seems it seems like right. You know, Ginko is like, yeah, hey, I'll I'll come by sometime. It's like, great. I'd like yeah, I'd love to see more okay. of that, for sure. <laughs> uh, then let's talk a little bit about Lieutenant Kosugi. Um, so his, his role in this volume wasn't as prominent as I'd expected it would be. Uh, I had some, some hopes that this guy may, may potentially even get to interact with Asa and get involved into the main story a lot more. Uh, however, 
he still seems very eager to confront the kaiju, though. Like, even though his part in this volume was very brief, he still seems determined. Where was his part again? <laughs> it was, like, the very beginning, kind of. Um, he, 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 like, he asked his captain or his superior or something that if they would, um, like, approach the kaiju, but the captain or, yeah, whatever, the guy just uh, decided to retreat instead. And Kosuki did seem disappointed in that decision. Um, so the way I'm reading this character is that he's still very determined to to find out more about this kaiju. So I'm sure that he still has a role to play. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I mean, the kaiju damaged the ship quite noticeably. So I reckon, you know, all that's got to lead somewhere. And I'm sure Kosugi will be there for it. True. In one way or another. Yeah. So yeah, not giving up hope on Kosugi. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh... Well, I mean, he... He's still a military guy, so maybe he wouldn't be keen on giving out secrets like this, but I wouldn't be surprised if the reporter tried to reach out to him. Right. Actually, yes, the reporter made a brief comeback. Here. I knew he'd be back. <laughs> uh, so that, that, was, that was fun, albeit very briefly. Do you, uh, do you want to know what's interesting? What's interesting? Or maybe we already knew this or not, but mm. you could tell me if you did. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the paper that Mikey is giving out is the paper that he reports, that the reporter uh, reports on. Right, right. I did notice that. Uh, and okay. so and it, it makes sense that, yeah, of course, of course. Um, did we already know that? Or, oh, the, oh, if we already, since before this volume, I don't know. Uh, okay. I, 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 I can't say for sure. Uh, but I noticed at the end of the okay. volume here. Uh, yeah. And because it, okay. it only makes sense that it would be that guy's article that would be. Right. Um, Right. <laughs> reporting on this thing. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he didn't get any information from um, Mr. Keizo Izuka uh, because mm -hmm. the government had scared him into silence, which is honestly very frightening, I think. Like, ha the effect they had on that poor old man. Like, I get it, but, but I don't know. I don't know. That, I, 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 I don't like that kind of, like, authority kind of scaring people into silence like that uh, it's mm -hmm. really unsettling but i mean it, it has a good effect on the story here of course mm -hmm. i don't think we'll see him ever again to be honest uh oh yeah no no like the old man no no i doubt that too yeah but the reporter can surely come back more i reckon oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yes and the uh, Keiichi Nakaido made an appearance as well. Um, yeah. The poor guy had to deal with Jisoji and those other suits that don't appear to be really be doing anything <laughs> important. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't have much on that though. Nah, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll throw in that from those big suits, the self defense force ship was damaged. Uh, pretty badly, and they're hiding it at what did they say, Yokohama or was it Yokosuka? Well, I don't they're remember. They're hiding where... it at one of the ports, right? Mm. Um, at Yokosuka, mm. and they just don't want anybody to to know if there's any damage. But I have a feel like that. I I have a feeling that it's gonna be tough to completely hide that for sure. 
Absolutely. And especially now, like, like sure, like, I, I don't know what kind of reputation the newspaper has that published the article about the kaiju. Like, mm -hmm. I guess, depending on that, like, yeah, we, we can know for sure. But if it has any kind of credibility, then I reckon that news article may get people curious and, and uh, raise people's awareness of this whole thing. So that even more may reach the public's attention. Mm. Um, like it may be kind of like a, something that, that kicks off a lot more things, perhaps, like for the general public mm -hmm. to find out. But we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but do you have any other characters you want to bring up? Nope, I think we covered everything. Great. I wish I had had more to say about Kasuga. I feel like this, and maybe even the previous volume as well, didn't give too much on him. Like, he was he was around, but not... Yeah, I mean, you know, he's still doing his thing. Doing his thing, but, like, I wish I wish. He was the one who fired the rocket. He was, he was. It was a good, a good hit. But... But yeah, yeah, just love Kasuga. Just wanted to say that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Just because we don't talk about him, doesn't mean that we don't love him. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, there's there was nothing truly new for him. Right. Very well. Then moving into predictions, and I don't have too much, but uh, I'll start by saying that um, the well, bringing up the air traffic control tower at Chofu Airfield. Okay. We've, been, we, we've seen those two guys now a few times where there's like supposedly one boss guy and one subordinate guy kind of where the boss guy seems to basically buy into or not buy into, but he, he seems to be aware that they, they should let this plane pass whenever like he, he isn't asking questions. He's not making a deal out of it, but the subordinate is like a bit, well, it seems like he's getting progressively more curious or, or like, f feeling that it's wrong to do this. Like, because he doesn't seem to understand that... Or, well, well, what is there to understand? I, I don't know. I, either way, the guy who is not in charge there, I wonder if he's going to cause some type of problem mm. because he's been seeing this plane going up and down now multiple times without any official authorization so I, I feel like he could be one of the little things that may bring things to the surface for for the general public perhaps or at least somehow do something um yeah mm. that's interesting you bring it up because i only ever saw it truly as just a comedic thing that being said uh with the reporter being introduced right i did I did start thinking, okay, there's going to start being some more uh, sleuthing into what's happening with the kaiju, uh, and I'm sure the reporter is going to at least at least this reporter is going to you know start asking some of these side characters what they know, hmm. and I and I wondered if he if he would find or I was I was predicting that maybe he would find out about the self defense force ship. Uh, somehow, um, whether it be from one of the uh, Coast Guard people or he just somehow sneaks around and, and finds it because right. he's done that before. Mm -hmm. uh, For sure. But, you know, who's to say that he doesn't meet up with this air control guy right. um, who is kind of the 
the whistle uh to what's going down yeah um but i think the probably not so credible uh nature of this newspaper is going to keep this whole uh kaiju story under wraps for a while i feel right yeah yeah probably ultimately because based on what we know about this reporter he is awfully sketchy so an a, a truly serious newspaper probably wouldn't hire a guy like him well or, or, or I, I guess i guess that's presumptuous of me to say <laughs> i i i actually think what makes it more sketchy is the fact that mikey is pat handing out the newspapers oh yeah i feel like true, true. <laughs> a guy like that <laughs> handing out papers is just not something that you would want yeah yeah. you probably want a little bit more of a background history for <laughs> a good paper maybe i i don't know but maybe regardless i don't expect the story to gain incredible traction i'm sure it'll it'll get more attention mm. but probably won't gain too much traction until later on in the story right whether i mean I th- eventually i think it's leading up to the fact that a kaiju will attack tokyo right. in 2020 uh-huh. uh, so there's no denying that at that point <laughs> whether tokyo knows about this kaiju beforehand or not mm. remains to be seen but i, I don't think it will be quite as obvious uh or or uh, as well known throughout the country until uh it's too late maybe right either that or at the very least later in time because i also get the feeling that for this to actually become like public knowledge to everyone already in the in the 1960s seems a bit too early just narratively absolutely kind of uh so yeah i also reckon it's going to happen later yeah Uh, that in combination with with well what what the characters are like that have any type of connections to this news newspaper uh it it all Mm -hmm. makes make make sense that the article won't gain too much traction even though it's i'm sure it's going to get gain some yeah yeah uh but yeah but yeah i think this volume really rounded off this conflict very perfectly kind of like right now the story is not like it we're at a very kind of well the the part that the story is at right now is isn't anything special like we literally just got home (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so because of that it's it's a bit hard to like come up with what's going to happen in the near future at least to me um well besides what we've already said at least uh and because mm-hmm. of that i wouldn't be surprised if we see a bit of a time skip in the next volume oh now you're the one who's predicting the time skip yes this time i am <laughs> and let me be wrong or right watch it happens it happens <laughs> just watch i mean because i i don't know because I, I just feel like it could because there isn't anything else going on necessarily in the pres- present day ah uh, like I, I feel because I, I felt like a lot of the threads that are that we have in the story currently, I, I, I don't think a couple years, a few years, timescape would hurt any of that at the moment. Uh, so you know, perhaps next volume we'll see Asa Asada enter her twenties, maybe. To be honest, that's what I thought earlier, and then the monster came back. So it's like okay, well, <laughs> right? I guess I'm wrong there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I looked it up. And the Olympics ended, I believe, on October 24th. Oh, right. The Olympics aren't even over yet. Mm. 
they're not over yet. That's and okay. Yeah. Mm. The newspaper says October 22nd. So there's still two more days. Right. And I mean, oh, look, maybe the monster goes away. It leaves the two days away. I mean, that that's definitely possible. But they are still trying to protect the Olympics, make sure it, you know, the peace is not disturbed in that sense. So true, true. I could also see there being maybe at least, I think it would have to be no more than one more time the monster may attack. But that being said, the plane is currently damaged. Uh, they need to repair it. How long that will take? Well, you mentioned that the government will have their people working on it, so it could be quicker than, than maybe uh, we would usually assume. Mm. But enough to, I mean, would they get it done in one day? Maybe maybe it's like a last minute. Okay, it's fixed. Go go go. Kind of a, <laughs> kind of a thing. Right. Um. But uh, I don't know. I think just for the sake of uh, being different, <laughs> and to dig my own grave, I'll say there's gonna be one more attack from the monster before the Olympics end. That is my prediction. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. I I, I like that. Uh, and and thank you for reminding me that the Olympics aren't actually over yet because I I do I do ultimately think that we'll see the Olympics end before we move on to a new time period or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that could be briefly. Like maybe there is just one or two chapters in, left of this time, yeah, uh, in in this mm. time, uh, and then so it would still mean that we may move on to the next uh, age in the next volume. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I guess I guess I'll stick to what I said actually that that it's not going to be like immediately in the next volume, but during the next volume we will switch over to the next age. And I don't think there will be another kaiju confrontation for us <laughs> <laughs> before the time skip, <laughs> or at least at least not before the Olympics is over. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll say that. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I mean, my track record with this in predicting this manga has been terrible compared to you so you know i look i've been wanting a time skip for a while yeah so i i feel like i'm winning either way here right precisely uh, precisely <laughs> but hmm. uh yeah i'll i'll be different i guess or than i usually than what i usually say that's fun i approve <laughs> uh anything else you want to predict yes so Going back to the reporter mm-hmm. in terms of people he could, who he could talk to, because I'm still thinking that there's more to this time and, and this this part of the story. I'm wondering if Shota will reach out to him to get more information about the monster um, and maybe even tell him, <laughs> like, look, I'm, I'm fighting the monster, <laughs> mm. you know? Hand to hand combat, uh, and I don't know. I don't know how gullible the reporter is. Uh, maybe he'll maybe he'll eat it up. Maybe he'll look at the wound and be like, "Oh man, maybe you're right." <laughs> or, or we have another moment of Shota just totally embarrassing himself, like gulping down more pills in front of the reporter when oh, they have a kaiju man. sighting, oh. and just. Go, uh, just another pathetic showing. I don't know, but 
regardless, I, I, I feel like they could have an interaction um, mm-hmm. in some way. Right. Uh, and, and well, speaking of Shota gulping down more pills, I assume Mickey's going to charge him for more pills, yeah. you know, from here on out. So somehow he's going to need money. And I, I imagine it's not going to be super cheap. So is does Shota have that kind of money or is he going to like do some shady things somehow in order to get that money? Like th- th- this could be a really dark spiral that he's in right now. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I like it, it like, like drama, but it's like, why him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know if I want Shota to save himself or if Asha, Asa should do it. Mm. Because on the one hand, like, I, I like the idea of reaching out and helping others. But the other, I like someone being able to, you know, somehow pull themselves out of the gunk. It, it, well. I guess more so than that, I, I, I feel like it would be nicer if, if Asa didn't have to know that all this happened, you know? <laughs> oh. not, that I, not, that I really think, not that I really think she would hate the man ever, no, but no. I just, you know, I just, I just don't want that moment where he's confronted or, or is placed in front of Asa and he's just... He's, miserable drug addict like i i don't want to see that right. uh, but if he gets to that point then i'm sure it'll be a beautiful moment right for you know, sure it's, it's yeah like, yeah i'm saying i don't want to see things but then at the same time it's like oh i'm sure it'll be great you know it's like, i mean i'm sure it would be beautiful narratively and i'm sure it would also you know for asa to learn about it would probably also ultimately for the better because then she would actively be able to start helping him and for as long as she doesn't know, for as long as she's unaware, then there's nothing that she can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and actually, it, this reminded me of something I read about, something that Urasawa had said about well, his conception of this story. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know if for sure if I've said this on the podcast before or not, but I'll say it anyway. That Urasawa supposedly d- decided to make the protagonist of Asadora a a girl because he finds or he, he expressed something along the lines of that whenever he makes his his protagonist a guy the story usually goes really dark for whatever reason that that's just <laughs> his experience with it so he decided uh, to make it a, a girl this time in order to try to maintain this hopeful kind of positive thing for the protagonist at the very least but 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 mm-hmm. maybe he he's not, he's struggling with shota in that kind of way and that's why it must be. That, that's why Shota is ending up the way he is right now. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, this means, yeah, it's going to have some sort of hopeful ending, right? Right. You know, there will be this redemption. I mean, I haven't read all of his stories. I haven't read most of his stories, to be honest. Right. I do want to see Pluto, though. And, yeah, me too. That's a little different piece. But anyway, the <laughs> point is that I feel like this is going to have a hopeful ending. But on the other hand, like you said, <laughs> this is a male character who's spiraling, <laughs> spiraling <laughs> into a, a, a drug addiction, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, this is a dark turn for him. And I, I, I hope that, I hope eventually it, it, it turns out all right and that um, he's not a, a doomed character entirely, but. Absolutely. Yeah. 
uh, I do think that they're going to have some sort of meeting with each other again, uh, and maybe not just happenstance. I, I think if he's going to try to find the kaiju, and surely Asa will be there, and, and there was already a, that a couple of moments where it feels like she potentially saw him. Right, and and he saw her plane from the ground. Yeah, I mean, well, he fighting knows for the sure kaiju. Right, she's uh-huh. she's fighting the kaiju. Yeah, uh, which is which is part of the reason why he he's become obsessed with this idea of of fighting because he's like, oh, he's by her side, helping her. He's mm. he's making a difference, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, regardless, like, I think that could be a a moment where uh, Asa notices show, um, and that that could. That could potentially lead to something. I don't know if mm, right uh, if that'll happen before or after a battle. That's why I feel like maybe there could be one more battle uh, with the monster mm. if Shota's able to get his hands on the drugs again. Ah, oh. uh, then there can be that confrontation. She finds out that <laughs> something's up with him. Yeah, um, right. And then they go their separate ways. God, yeah. I mean, I... Like maybe they have a fight or something. Ooh, ooh! I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I, I, either that, I guess, or, or if they just meet up, you know, in a non-hostile environment, or, or, or you know, without a kaiju necessarily, they, the, the, the two characters just meet up, and Asa asks him what he was doing at the beach because he saw him there. Oh, I guess that's yeah, that's a potential as well. But, yeah. but yeah. We'll... Although she wasn't, she wasn't sure. Like she said, oh, it looked like him, and then true. Uh, Kazuka, Kazuka is like. <laughs> What are you talking about? Of course, he's not there. Yeah. Um, right. But I, she seemed rather sure, like, at least. Or at least, yeah. She, she thought she saw him. So uh, she would probably ask him about it if they, if they see each other. And then I guess we'll see what he would say to that, if we even get this. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then my last prediction is it's more of a curiosity. Uh, we're still getting the I Love You song. I know we bring it up every time, but mm-hmm. it, it just becomes more and more apparent that the we got to know who sings a song. <laughs> and also, it, it has an importance for her. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if that's going to play any sort of role in her relationship with Shota. Um, huh. In that, what if somehow uh, this is very cheesy but what if somehow that song kind of saves shota at some point um like calms him down or, or something like oh. that i don't know if he's is is he aware of that song i don't, I don't know. know no i'm not sure actually <laughs> like maybe maybe that could be a, a good moment for them down the line right uh, when they repair well when you know if they're repairing a relationship or they're seeing each other for a long time or there could be various scenarios for sure point is i feel like that song could be a a good like a a couple song for those two yeah (laughs) that would be cute and just in general yeah i i would also really like to see the song play more of a role maybe in the story other than Asa really liking the sound of it, um, mm-hmm. it would be it would be really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have. Wonderful. Well, this series just keeps on delivering. At least, at least I think so. It it mean it 
It stays a solid 9 out of 10 in my book. It's absolutely lovely. Absolutely lovely. I can't remember where I put it. <laughs> it's always, I think I said this last time too. I think I go back, you know, each volume goes like seven or eight, seven or eight, ah. seven or eight. <laughs> I think with this one, the drama is so uh, juicy mm. that I tempted to give it an eight. But I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say an eight. Sweet. I'm glad to hear it. And yeah, I love for me again like it was like especially that last chapter of this volume that really really affected me like emotionally like it was so beautifully done like the whole the whole last chapter i mean the volume it, itself was was great as well but just like there was something very very special to me about that last chapter yeah <sighs> when when the cigarette smoke came out of mike mikey's nose and <laughs> oh, no. was smiling that that really got me you know hey, stop it <laughs> got me teary teary eyed <laughs> so beautiful no you're ruining this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> no i know what you meant well <laughs> yes no it is it's great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah damn you mickey uh well he'll get what's coming to him eventually <laughs> I imagine, maybe, potentially. Um, and I guess that's it for this week, right? Yeah. Sweet. Then, if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by rating our show on the podcast platforms and subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 8. Bye-bye! See you later! realize i kept calling him mickey when it or mikey when it's mickey oh i didn't even notice ah it's 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 close enough <laughs> hey kid want to take some drugs <laughs> oh, no. it'll make you high i mean uh, uh really tall <laughs> <laughs> oh boy gosh